Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This, my friends, is hour number two of The Rob Carson Show. And if you'd like to hear the uh, podcast, just go to Newsmax.com slash listen for all of the uh, affiliate stations. And I'm going to tell you, uh, there's some growth happening. There is some growth happening. And no, I'm, uh, I'm not talking about that, Hunter. Uh, but there is, you know, we're going to be adding affiliates uh, because people are understanding that uh, maybe, maybe going into the most terrifying uh, year that we could face, meaning uh, 2024, that uh, people would like to hear know, not only the facts and, and opinions, but also uh, make fun of the idiots in charge. How about that? How do we do that? Yeah. Uh, the number here is 800-922-6680. Uh, last night on Fox, Trump was doing a town hall, which will surely get at least 100 times the ratings of the uh, debate between Newsom and uh, and Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis did say something good yesterday about anti-Semitism. We'll get to all of that. And then uh, Christopher Ray being grilled on Capitol Hill. We get the big news today, just in time for Christmas, that Kevin McCarthy will be leaving Congress at the end of the year. Which says to me, it uh, could be one of uh, two things. The two things are sabotage. Meaning, uh, if and when Donald Trump becomes the next president, sabotage the Congress, which I wouldn't put it past him to do. Uh, that has been echoed on other radio shows like the Steve Bannon show, but also could be surrender. Could be surrender because he realizes that the old guard GOP is toast. And that's what I believe, actually. And this is what Jim Gossett did, our final kiss goodbye to uh, Kevin McCarthy. And I'd like to tell him to kiss my... Well, you fill in the blank. He is stepping down. <laughs> Still there's no tears for Kevin. No, it's, it's allergies, actually. <clears throat> he is leaving town. It's those cinnamon pine cones. They get me every time. And there's no tears for Kevin. <laughs> Sorry. He made a dirty deal. <laughs> Allowed the Dems to steal his expulsion was real. Real for Kevin. The office of Speaker of the House is hereby declared vacant. The sum of all our fears He sent us back to 
big deal. He just didn't do the job. That's that's it. People lose their jobs when they don't do their jobs. Remember that the world was going to end because the uh, the Republicans got rid of uh, Kevin McCarthy and Matt Taibbi was a Nazi or not Matt Taibbi. Matt Gates was a Nazi and all this stuff. No, he just didn't do the job. He wasn't getting it done. We are seeing some progress with this uh, Republican Congress under the direction of Mike Johnson, who I like a lot. But uh, not enough yet. Not enough yet. National polls, uh, Trump towers over Haley and DeSantis in head-to-heads. Leads the full GOP uh, field with two-thirds support. All right? So this is the latest Messenger-Harris poll uh, on Tuesday. Shows Trump dominating the hypothetical head-to-head races with Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis in a matchup between Trump and Haley, the 45th president, Donald Trump, uh, 76 to 19. 76 to 19, that's like 80 to 20. That's uh, 75% more people support. No, 300% more. <laughs> DeSantis fares marginally better uh, than Haley, but still gets tra- trumped by, uh, uh, trounced by Trump in a two-person race. Trump leads 73 to 21. So 73 to 21 for Haley. Uh, let's see, uh, 76 to 19 uh, would be... So if you, if you even them out, you've really got probably, what, 75 to 20 for the both of them, all right? So uh, if you add the votes of, say, for instance, uh, Haley drops out, all of the votes went to Trump. That's still 75 to 40-ish. And if uh, the same goes with DeSantis, if DeSantis uh, drops out and Haley, you know, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Uh, so, yeah, Donald Trump is way out in front. And, and it's nothing against the other candidates. It's just not, a, it's not their time. I told you this from the very beginning. It's, it's nothing against the other candidates, although... As the race progresses, the more I realize these candidates aren't the candidates that I would vote for. Mostly and only really because, well, uh, Nikki Haley kind of leans into the the, uh, Dick Cheney end of the Republican Party with regard to uh, the military-industrial complex, uh, etc. And she's also an old-school, old-guard Republican, GOP, more of the same crap, never fix anything, that kind of stuff. DeSantis is doing a great job as the governor of Florida. But both of them will not condemn what the Justice Department is doing to Donald Trump. Four indictments simultaneously all coming down during election year to throw the election. And all they can care about is, I hope Donald Trump gets convicted so I can win. That's a void in their character. All right? That's just it. That's the void in their character. The one guy who's running a distant third... Vivek Ramaswamy, and you know, everybody, every time I say Vivek Ramaswamy, well, he got money from George Soros. Okay, well, that's sure. <clears throat> but I'm just talking about what he's saying here in defending Donald Trump. And he says some things that are very commonsensical and pretty ballsy, like, you know, uh, we need a new head of the RNC, things like that. So, you know, I'll give him credit for that. I will give him credit for that. But, uh, you know, everybody's calling Donald Trump a Nazi. Uh, everybody, the, the left is going bananas. Uh, Liz Cheney is, is on television saying that, uh, that there will never be another election if Donald Trump is the president, that he will become a dictator. There's not one shred of damned evidence for any of that. And nobody asks them about it. Nobody says to Liz Cheney, what evidence do you have that Donald Trump is going to be a dictator? They just, oh yeah, he's going to be a dictator, oh yeah. And you know why they say that? Because Joe Biden's already that. Joe Biden has already done that to us. Executive orders, Keystone XL pipeline, open the southern border, inflation, massive spending. I mean, I can go on and on. 
40-year high inflation, shutting down uh, speech online using the FBI and the DOJ as a weapon against the American citizen. What the hell? Really? You think, you think things are going to get worse with Donald Trump? Of course they aren't. Of course they aren't. It's ridiculous on the face of it. But, uh, you know, everybody's calling uh, Trump a Nazi, etc. Liz Cheney is considering a run. <laughs> I don't know if this is ego. I don't know if it's delusion, possibly mental illness. We talk about Trump derangement syndrome and makes people do crazy crap. It really does. It makes people do crazy crap. And she says that, that she, if she would run as the third-party candidate to stop Donald Trump, she has no hope. Right now, Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis are both running, you know, with 300% less uh, vote than Donald Trump at 75 to 20. And, and Liz Cheney's less popular than that. Liz Cheney lost by 40 points to Harriet Hegeman. She is, she is less popular than Naval Lint. I would vote for Naval Lint before I voted for Liz Cheney. Dear God, Na Naval Lint won't ruin your life. So she's considering a run for I don't know. Who says this? Who says it's like Chris Christie? Chris Christie jumped into the race. Chris Christie has no chance of winning that race. No chance at all. Nobody likes the man. He knows it. He, he, is, he is a beyond uh, unlikable, dislikable politician who, who changes his opinion with the breeze, who, who becomes a panelist on CNN, who, who changes his, uh, his uh, direction on abortion uh, based on an election in Ohio. That's who he is. He's a, he, is a, uh, he is a, what did I call him yesterday? A turd burger. He's a turd burger <clears throat> without the bread. Here is, uh, here is Seb Gorka talking about why so many people are going after Donald Trump right now and, and what it could mean. Listen to this. When you have people like Liz Cheney or Robert Kagan talk about President Trump as a fascist or a Nazi, what, what are you inciting people to do? They know exactly what they're doing. If, if this really were the threat, then are you inciting people to use violence against President Trump? Because, of course, if you could have killed Hitler before he became Hitler, you'd be a hero, wouldn't you? And let's not forget what happened outside the home of Justice Kavanaugh. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't for a last-minute change of heart, that left-wing lunatic who traveled from California to Virginia with a Glock, with a knife, with zip ties to tie up and kill Justice Kavanaugh's family, if he hadn't, at that last moment, had a change of heart, we could have seen the assassination of a Supreme Court justice. Uh, yeah, Bernie Sanders supporter attempted to uh, murder Steve Scalise and other Republicans on a baseball field. They're doing this on purpose. They want violence. They want something bad to happen. They want Trump to be assassinated. They do. I'm just going to say it. I don't like talking about that stuff. I don't like talking about it all, but of course they do. They pray for it. <clears throat> they pray for it. You don't believe me? This is Joe Biden last year, last year, in front of Independence Hall, talking about you, me, and our choice for president, or at least some of us, our choice for President Donald Trump. We must be stronger, more determined, and more committed to saving America than the MAGA Republicans are destroying America. What's the, what's the evidence we're trying to destroy America? Well, I am trying to destroy America by being a productive citizen, by being a productive student, citizen, having a job, educating my kids. What, what, really? The MAGA Republicans don't just threaten our personal rights and economic security. No, they don't. You do. They're a threat to our very democracy. They refuse to accept the will of the people. You and 81 million Americans voted to save our democracy. Donald Trump isn't just a former president. 
He is a defeated former president. Why is this? Why Why all of this? Why was it necessary to go after somebody who lost an election when you're the president of the United States in your second year and do a speech about how he needs to be shut down and all the people who believe uh, that he did a good job as a president need to be shut down as well? That should really scare the crap out of you. doesn't scare me because I know we're better armed intellectually and physically. Here's Caroline Levitt talking about Liz Cheney and the, uh, the haters on Donald Trump who are taking the, uh, the panic to an 11. Uh, every single cell in Liz Cheney's body is suffering from Trump derangement syndrome. She's clearly very disgruntled that the people of her own home state wildly rejected her in her recent election. And Liz Cheney and the Never Trump movement, they want to revert our grand old party back. Back to the party of the elite. What did I say? Elitist. Back to the party of the warmonger, which Liz Cheney and her family certainly are. Uh-huh. That supports endless wars. Not the party of the working man and the working woman that supports peace through strength. Thanks to who? Thanks to President Trump. He is the leader of this party. He is going to be. Yeah, and that's it. And the, and the Republicans, the old guard Republicans are throwing a temper tantrum. And the Democrats are in panic mode. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Left wing. And rhinos. This is James Carville talking about uh, uh, the Republicans right now and Mike Johnson, who's doing things like saying that the FBI should be held accountable for spying on Americans, uh, that Joe Biden should be investigated for his abject corruption. And and James Carville says this about us, okay? Uh, I'm not saying all of us are Christian, but all of us, you may be Jewish, you may have a strong faith, and you are patriotic. James Carville says we're the biggest threat. Well, first of all, I don't think he can hold his party together. Second of all, you're exactly right. Mike Johnson and what he believes is one of the greatest threats we have today to the United States. How? And listen to the crowd. When, when I'm I'm about I promise you. How? I know these people. He's on a Christian nationalism. Absolutely. This is a, a bigger <clears throat> threat. Than you know who's supporting the Jewish people? Christian nationalists. Al-Qaeda. You know who's not atheist, intellectual, leftist? Up to this country. They, and let me tell you something. They're, he says we're more dangerous than Al-Qaeda. Speaker of the House, they got probably at least two Supreme Court justices, maybe more. Right? Don't kid yourself. And, and people. He if, hates the fact that the Democrat Party is over. He wrote a book uh, when Barack Obama was the president promising that Democrats would be in power for 40 years. Right after the book was published, Barack Obama lost both houses of Congress. James Carville is wrong about everything. I want to share a little bit of the town hall last night uh, with Donald Trump, a little bit of Chris Ray audio getting grilled on Capitol Hill. It's so fun. And then, of course, uh, uh, transgendered females, born males uh, on Capitol Hill. We'll talk about the, uh, the argument about men competing with women in sports and how that is ending real soon. This is The Rob Carson Show. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Now it has nothing to do with transgenderism. <laughs> we do have our new transgender Christmas song. I'll try to play that shortly on the uh, on the show. Um, this is uh, uh, last night. Sean Hannity had uh, Donald Trump on, 
and his show netted uh, um, uh, apparently great ratings thus far. This is all we have uh, so far, uh, but the ratings have, uh, have uh, are not officially out, but it looks it looks. It looks really, really good. Uh, still waiting. Anyway, last night, I'll be interested to see what happened um, because you got a couple things. You know that, uh, uh, remember when uh, Tucker Carlson did the interview with Donald Trump and got 200 million views? Um, I don't know if that's going to happen with Fox because Fox has alienated so many people, so many Trump supporters. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. But anyway, last night, uh, Trump was on with um, with Sean Hannity. And uh, in Hannity, uh, you know, I've seen most of it. Uh, I thought he was fairly even-handed with his uh, questions. I have no problem with Sean Hannity, by the way. I think he's uh, a phenom. He's a broadcast phenom. I can't I ignore that. He is. And uh, I do agree with everything he does. No, but he is a broadcast phenom. He is a legendary figure in, in communications. He's self-made, and he's amazing. That said, here he is. Uh, Dick uh, the Democrats are saying that Donald Trump is going to be a dictator. Even the only dictator uh, in the White House is the guy who's there right now. Issue though, because the media has been focused on this and attacking you yeah. under no circumstances. You are promising America tonight. You would never abuse power as retribution against anybody, except for day one. Now this is what has the left freaking out, freaking out. But as usual, they always take things out of context. Like there are good people on both sides. They take it out of context. They take that little nugget, and then they ascribe whatever they believe about Donald Trump to it. Here's the rest of the answer. Except Look, He's going crazy. Except for day one. Meaning? I want to close the border, and I want to drill, that's drill, not a, that's, drill. That's not, oh, no, that's no, not retribution. Going. No. I got I'm going to be... I'm going to be... You know, he keeps... We love this guy. He says, you're not going to be a dictator, are you? I said, no, 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 other than day one. We're closing the border, and we're drilling, drilling, drilling. After that, I'm not a dictator. Let's just return to his old policies. As far as uh, retribution, it's not really retribution, it's accountability. I would, I would venture to say that accountability is needed. Uh, accountability is retribution because nobody has held some of these jackweeds accountable. Oh, my God, I just created a, a, a quotable moment there. It's crazy. It's crazy. Here's Donald Trump talking about uh, what he'd actually do uh, on uh, not only day one, but the, uh, the days thereafter. I love what I do because we are going to have we are going to make our country greater than ever before. And. So I'm not hearing that from Joe Biden. Important. Not it's hearing so it at all. No. We are going to do things. We're going to close the border. Day one, the border gets closed. Hey, uh, wrong day one and a half. Everybody wants that. We drill. You know, we drill, baby, drill. 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 Energy dependence prices go down. Drill. drill. Independence. And probably on day, uh, on day two, we'll get rid of this ridiculous electric car mandate. We have to go and buy oh, yeah, because it is ridiculous, by the way. They're junk. They're commuter cars and golf carts. That's all they are. Here he is talking about uh, how people around the country are, what they're saying. The enthusiasm that they have now is bigger than either of those two races. And, you know, we're actually less than a year out, but uh, close to a year. I've never seen anything like it. We have crowds that are incredible. In Iowa, we were here last week. Yeah, we had yeah, yeah. overflow crowds. Gigantic crowds. Other candidates have like seven people standing on a farm, and they're talking, and it's a very nice, it's a very nice thing to watch, especially for me. I enjoy watching that. But we have uh, tremendous enthusiasm because they want to see, you know, I, I see. Yeah, people want the country to be better. They want to get back where it was. They want people to be proud of America. They hate this malaise turd burger that we are being served. Here he is talking about Joe Biden making it through the candidacy, and uh, I've been saying he won't because he can't for a couple 
years now. I personally don't think he makes it. Okay, I haven't said that. I'm saving it for this big town hall. I've never really. I personally don't think he. I think he's in bad shape physically. Do you remember when he said, I'd like to take him behind the barn? If he took me behind the barn and I went like this. (laughs) Born right over. I believe he'd fall over. Born right over. I believe he'd fall over. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But. But it was okay. And by the way, it was okay for him to say that he said, I'd like to take him behind the... He could say that and everyone thought it was so cute. If I ever said it, they'd say, he's a dictator. He's a horrible human being. You know, it's a whole double standard. Yeah, Democrats like to project exactly what they do on us. But we see it. We see it. It's called gaslighting. It doesn't work. We don't believe it because it's not true. That's all. We have the delightful Kay Smythe coming up on the show. She is a writer for The Daily Caller and... uh, also hosts a great uh, podcast called K Saves the USA. She's coming up next. This is the Rob Carson Show. Bam! The holiday season is here, and we both know that the most wonderful time of the year can also be the most stressful, right? Two words. Omaha Steaks. I was so happy and so impressed with the quality of Omaha Steaks when I received a gift pack. I started sending them to some of my family, and they loved it. It's sort of become a family tradition, naturally aged for the ultimate tenderness, something that you'll notice right away, along with the juiciness and flavor of the world's best beef. This holiday season, skip the guesswork and skip the stress. Give them the guaranteed perfection of Omaha Steaks, a wide variety, plus mouth watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, and even easy-to-prepare meals. Do not wait. Go to omahasteaks.com to save 50% off site-wide and use the promo code CARSON to save an additional $30 on your order. Minimum order may be required. Your friends, family, or business associates will love it. omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide right now, and don't forget about the promo code CARSON. That's omahasteaks.com, promo code CARSON, C-A-R-S-O-N. The great Kay Smythe from the Daily Caller and Kay Saves the USA. That's coming in a second. I did see this headline yesterday. Gold price hits $21 for record high. But that's not the key. No. Analysts don't expect it to stop there. Ding, ding, ding. You know, I was having a discussion with some folks yesterday about cryptocurrency. There's only one cryptocurrency that's really, I guess, maybe worth its salt. And then there's precious metals like gold, which has been around, I don't know, about a couple billion years longer than cryptocurrency has been <laughs> And it always has value. And it is also, when, when, when your currency is based on it, it's got value. And maybe since your house isn't going up in value, or maybe it's overvalued or whatever, or maybe you're going to have to sell it for less than you bought it for because, you know, the housing market is terrible. Maybe you need to consider investing some of your portfolio in precious metals, maybe just getting the ball rolling on it. <clears throat> Swiss America is who I deal with. And if you have some money you want to invest, maybe sit on for a while. Let it grow like gold is wont to do and, and does. Then you just get in touch with the Swiss America column, okay? There's a number. You can get this great book. It's called The Secret War on Cash. It'll tell you about what's going on with uh, the government centralizing the currency and the banks and all of that. It's happening. It's happening in China. They want to try it here. 
So what are you going to do about it? How about investigate, investing in gold or silver? Here's the number of Swiss America, 800-289-2646. Call it today, okay? Write it down. 800-289-2646. Just say you heard Rob Carson talking about it. They will send you the war on cash, the secret war on cash. You'll want to have it. You'll want to digest it. If you're taking investing seriously and your survival to retirement and beyond, give them a call. You can also go to SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. That's SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. Message and data rates apply. We have officially on the Newsmax Hotline, Kay Smythe. Hello, Kay, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. How are you doing today? I'm good. I love how you always sound slightly British whenever you say hello to me. I think it's, well, it's like, like uh, I don't know if it, you do it on... Well, it's it's because, you know, like so many uh, people who aren't even Hispanic, they immediately switch into Spanish mode when they say, Tegucigalpa, you know, that kind of thing. You know, you'll have a guy that's like, well, I'm reporting live from Tegucigalpa, you know. And so when you're on, I go, oh, it's the lovely case, Smythe. I mean, that's just the way I do it. <laughs> yeah, it's lovely. I, I really appreciate it. It's just like a little... Hey, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. This is... Okay, this is a two-way street. I want you to say, uh, using an American accent, okay? I want, you to t- I want you to say what I say, okay? Here you go. Ready? Say, howdy, partner. Have a Merry Christmas, y'all. Go ahead. Wait, okay. I howdy, partner. Merry... Yeah, do you want yeah. Valley Girl or do you want Redneck? I want, uh, well, you think that's all there is in America? You are so racist. No, that's the only one I can do. I can't do any others. Give me redneck. I just sound ridiculous. Give me redneck. Howdy, partner. Have you a Merry Christmas, y'all. Okay, that's not too bad. That is, that is not too bad. Right? <laughs> right? Oh, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. Excellent. Now, uh, I want to. So let's start here. I mean, while I could listen to you talk like a redneck all day, uh, maybe we should just do the rest of the interview like that. No, let's not. Um, Kevin McCarthy leaving. Kevin McCarthy leaving. I say it's either sabotage or sh- surrender. What do you think it is? I don't know. I I feel like at this point, I was sitting on the porch last night talking to my boyfriend about the fact that. We just need new people. And I'm not talking about, like, you know, let's bring up Gavin Newsom. Let's bring up, like, a lot of these younger um, Democrats or Republicans, to be honest with you. But I'm like, I just want, I just want to see someone stand on a stage or stand in front of a podium and say to the American people, here's what the problem is. Here's how I'd like to solve it. This is how much it's going to cost. And this is when it will be done. And if I can have any politician tell me, like, those, like, just give me one example with those four points, I'm like, yeah, I'm all for it. And when I look at sort of like Kevin McCarthy and his career at this point, I just kind of feel like, dude, I, I don't want to hear it anymore. You didn't get sucked on when you were there. Go away. Yeah. Move on. Um, yes. But that's just me. Maybe I'm a bit too millennial and glib. No, it isn't. It isn't about being millennial at all. It's about um, uh, sending people to Washington D.C. and having them do what they said they were going to do. That's what made Donald Trump so original and so unique, and why people still uh, uh, really re- will never leave him because he did go to Washington D.C. and he did what he said he was going to do, and he did it in an incredible fashion, while the entire media industrial complex and the deep state were attempting to crush him in every way, shape, and 
from from two fake impeachments to a Russia collusion hoax that was paid for by Hillary Clinton and used by the FBI, covering up Hunter Biden's laptop. I mean, I can go on and on. And that's why the American people who support Donald Trump are never going to leave him. And that's why the old guard GOP is dead. That's why Liz Cheney saying, could you believe she said she's thinking about running because she doesn't want Trump to win? (laughs) Down here. Um, that's really embarrassing for her. Wow. Oh my gosh. Like the lack of self awareness amongst like some of her sort of like age demographic of like women is beyond me. Um, but whatever. And like in politics, I mean. Um, but I just feel like, I mean, firstly, everything you just said about Trump is 100%. Like he's going to be the Republican nominee. I, you know, I, I mean, in, I can't vote, so it doesn't really matter, like, what I say, do, think, feel about who's president. But, like, just don't let it be Biden. Um, but I was listening to Trump, you know, when he did his town hall. And I was like, again, this is, this, this is the kind of leadership that I was hoping would inspire more young Americans to sort of get into the political game and actually make a difference. And there are a few who are, like, really trying. It's all on sort of, like, uh, I would say, like, a smaller level. Like, it's a handful of people who, you know, are running for Senate, they're running for Congress, they're running for, you know, better positions just on sort of, like, a county level. And, like, these people do exist, but, like, we don't have any poster children who are able to lead, convey, and convey a message and inspire people like Donald Trump. And like, I was just at that, like, can you all imagine how much better the last three years would have been if we had had this in the White House? Yeah. Just that, that was all it took for me. I think, yeah. you know, oh God, it's just, it's, it's just been such a rough go of it. And yet I still, you know, Trump's one man. Where's, where are all the people around him, you know? I think I think that there are uh, there is a movement afoot. Donald Trump uh, was a, a candidate, became a movement, and is now a folk hero. And it's all because of what the left has done to him. Let me ask you this: because you're a British expat, you can't vote here. But Nicole Maliotakis says New York City officials are attempting to register newly arrived border crossers and other illegals in city contracted shelters. How do you feel about that? How does that make you feel, Case Mike? You didn't sneak over the southern border. You can't vote and yet democrats are trying to sign up people to vote who are ineligible to vote how do you feel about that Kay? um i've been told i have a lot of friends who are very successful attorneys uh constitutional lawyers too that because i pay taxes there's apparently no reason why i can't vote like technically speaking but there's been like laws and stuff since obviously to prohibit it um what they're trying to do in new york obviously illegal like it's just like like blunt force illegal, like that's the sort of like long and short of it. Um, I don't know if it'll actually happen. Um, I mean, that's the other thing that sort of is now freaking me out, actually, speaking of New York, that seems to be this weird cradle of like all of these tester laws that are coming out. And like there was talk, I think, at one point of them letting illegal immigrants in uh, Washington, D.C. get the vote, that didn't happen. Um, now they're trying to push it again in New York. Uh, a few years ago, I wrote about uh, another bill that they were trying to pass in New York, or that was up for consideration, I should say. Um, 
that essentially would, if you had a transmittable disease or you were suspected of having uh, an infectious transmittable disease, the, the state could remove you from your home and hold you indefinitely. Yeah. And that's just kind of that. And I wrote about and it got pulled from consideration. And then quite recently, the, it's either passed or about to be passed. And I'm like, why is this all suddenly happening in New York? It's probably because, you know, California's got its own problems that it's dealing with. Um, and it's probably got so many problems now that, like, they couldn't even get this, you know, this kind of stuff passed there. Um, so I think, you know, New York is going to become this new, like I said, sort of like cradle of just absolute anarchy. If, I don't think Tell you this, Kay, illegal immigrants. Here's the thing, Kay. Let me ask you this. You know, you say that uh, they, they won't be able to vote. Uh, let's see. They give all of these illegals uh, voting applications. They send in the voting applications. They show up to vote. They don't have to bring an ID. They don't have to match a signature. And the next day, the federal government and the state jumps in and says, you can't criticize the uh, the election because it's completely fair. Really? Really? You think that Democrats aren't going to get these people to vote, count their votes, and if you protest that, that they won't say, well, you can't talk about it because that's disinformation. That's what I think that New York is setting up the country to do. That's why Kathy Hochul is doing that nonsensical uh, uh, dictatorial mandate where she can, uh, she can arrest people for whatever. That's, that's what it's all about. They, they have every intention of getting the people coming across the southern border to vote, and, if, and they will vote, and they won't double-check it. And then they, if you try to talk about it, they will ban you from social media and say you are, you are sharing disinformation and misinformation. At least that's the playbook they've used in the past. It wouldn't put it past them to try it this time, Kay. I mean, I don't know if this is, like, breaking news, and I don't think I have a photograph of it. So, like, <laughs> the sort of more journalisty, legalese writer in me is like, you know, what's the point in saying this? But I was sent a ballot during the recall of Gavin Newsom. I'm not, I wasn't allowed to vote in that, but I was sent a ballot. So I could have. I guess. At the I ballot, interesting. Have, like, I, didn't have, I didn't even have an American driver's license at that point. Yeah, and you you could have been you could have voted you could have voted Kay, and and they would have never checked it yeah. because you know well they might have checked it if you would have voted to get rid of Gavin Newsom or they might have taken your oh, ballot yeah. and and filled it in for you. Yeah, I absolutely. I mean, I, at this point, I. Part of me is like I'm resting all of my faith in our political system on next year's election because I think 2020 threw everyone through such a loop. Um, obviously, I have firsthand experience of exactly what you, you're describing, like allowing um, illegal immigrants to vote. I am a legal resident alien. That is my technical sort of like designation. But still, not. I don't have the right to vote. Um, so the fact that that was something that I could have done, like, yeah, there's, there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that that is going to be the case. And, you know, at this point, it's one of so many issues linked to our open borders. Yes. But I almost like, I don't know even where to focus at this point, Rob. It's like, do we talk about the fact that there are all these Chinese military-aged males 
coming over and um, a house freaking exploded in Arlington the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the list of like the fentanyl crisis, like the yes. cartel crisis, like where does it end? It's just exactly. pandemonium and chaos. Like where does this end? And well, I, okay, I, you I, know, I pray here, we get good leadership. Here's here's what's going to happen. Um, I think we're in the middle of a new American revolution, a peaceful revolution. I do. Uh, and and the left, and you've heard Tucker say this. I said this, you know, in 2020. I said they're going to throw everything at you, and it's going to get bigger and worse than ever. It's going to get so bad you have no idea. I don't think anybody can fathom, because they're saying that Donald Trump is a dictator. They're saying that his followers are this. They are doing the same thing that Adolf Hitler did in 1939. There's no doubt about it. We've got crystal knocks happening in Philadelphia with Jewish deli owners getting threatened. I mean, I can go on and on and on. But we have to stay focused as the founders, Kay. We have to stay as focused as the founders. All of these are distractions to get up off our game. And we've got to stay focused and we've got to stay determined. And we've got to do our level best to stay positive. And on that, let's move uh, forward to the final question about uh, Christmas coming up here. What do you got planned for the holidays, Kay? Oh, man. I mean, I'm hoping that uh, a couple of, like, obviously, drunken weekends. Why not? <laughs> Um, big New Year's Eve party, which we haven't done in years. You know, like, I think yes. me and my boyfriend, we're both only children. We're pretty good in, like, our own or each other's company. So, like, it's kind of hard to get us out of the house. But for whatever reason, we're just like, let's go for it. This Christmas. Do it. Like, let's Do it. just go for it. Family, friends, loads of food. Absolutely. Um, all so- my girlfriends are planning stuff. Oh, it's, I, just, I just want everyone to get out, go have fun, always go and have as much fun as possible. Um, some of you might even want to read some of my articles on the Daily Caller because I try to make yep. them as fun as possible, even though I talk about the end of the world a lot. But All right, very okay. good. So the Daily Caller and also Kay Saves uh, the USA, your podcast. we got to run. Kay Smythe, have a glorious Merry Christmas and, and, and blessed New Year. We'll talk again soon. God bless. Bye, Rob. All right, it's a Rob Carson Show. stocking it goes straight on the barbecue it's the rob carson show absolutely and i really i use real charcoal by the way not briquettes briquettes dear god and lighter fluid are you still doing that get back to the 70s with you get back to the 70s with you yesterday uh the house subcommittee for Healthcare and financial services uh became the latest uh, legislative body to address the transgender athletes in women's sports we have audio coming up from uh, the very brave Riley Gaines with regard to the absurdity that is men failing in their sports and then going over and competing with women to uh, beat them, set new records because they have no shame. There's just no shame at all. It's it's honestly embarrassing and it's going to do a face plant very soon. Here's Jim Gossett. I saw Daddy dressed like Mrs. Claus. It happened. Changed his pronouns to us, they and them. I'd have to go to Lane Bryant. He painted big his toes. Big and tall. Put earrings in his lobes. When Mommy tried to disagree, he called her a transphobe. Hello. I saw Mommy kissing Mrs. Claus. Doom, doom, doom. Santa changed his gender since last year. It can happen. Seriously. A sex change was his goal. It's taken quite a toll. Why he even cut off his North Pole. 
When mom told him you're not Mrs. Claus. What about his rum balls? Thought that he or she or it would scream. My mom used to make those. He raised his manly voice, settling Brian is my choice, and yelled, woman, don't you dare name me. Yeah, you know, the absurdity of uh, of men becoming women, have you noticed that no uh, uh, female athletes decide to become men to do powerlifting? It's because uh, this is not about transgenderism. It's about weak-ass men who are pathetic examples of manhood, who have no shame at all, who come, I guess, from uh, uh, this, this everybody gets a trophy mentality that if they don't win in their category, they'll just go beat women, right? Uh, you know, I mean, it, I was, I was, I've been watching this terrific, terrific uh, documentary called Hard Knocks on HBO. Right now they're following the Miami Dolphins the Miami Dolphins. Some of these guys coming through like the doorway. They're monsters. They're huge. There's no woman in the face of the earth, not a single woman on the planet who could defeat the average NFL lineman in a, in a competition of strength. And there's no woman on the planet, perhaps maybe in track and field, who could pass somebody like Tyreek Hill. It's just not going to happen. And that's why it's absurd that women should be have to have men who have no shame and no ability to beat other men to compete with women. It's absurd. It always has been. It always has been ridiculous. And I have been called transphobe in every name in the book. But everybody gets it now. It's, it is very obvious. Got some more on this on the other side. Also, Chris Ray shredded in Congress. This is The Rob Carson Show. We know you love Newsmax and watch it all the time. But just recently, Newsmax had to stop their free stream on apps. You may be missing Newsmax's best shows with Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, Redavant Sustran, Greg Kelly, and a lot more. So they launched Newsmax Plus, and more than 150,000 people have already signed up. Newsmax Plus lets you watch the Newsmax channel on your phone or home TV. And with Newsmax Plus, you get N2, their streaming channel, plus documentaries, movies, specials, and more. Newsmax Plus just launched actor John Voight's new series on Israel. And Newsmax Plus even has the best Donald Trump shows ever. So get Newsmax Plus today. It won't cost you anything to start. Just go to NewsmaxPlus.com for your free trial. There's no risk. So go to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. Millions are switching to Newsmax. Try it for free today. This is the Rob Carson Show. This is the Rob Carson Show, and it's hour number three, and it's uh, action-packed. we got a lot of stuff to get to. The number is 800-922-6680. 800-922-6680. I had mentioned uh, Riley Gaines yesterday on Capitol Hill, and isn't it interesting? She would have just been another collegiate swimmer. You may have heard about her in the Olympics, but now she's a folk hero. Now she is a leader of a movement. She went from obscurity, relative obscurity, to being a champion, and, and she shouldn't be. You know, nobody should necessarily be a hero for stating the obvious, but she is because she is enduring, I mean, incredibly, uh, incredible an onslaught. Uh, 
of the left. Being called every kind of name, being threatened. She had a speech where she had to hide in a room for an hour while the left pounded on the door and threatened her. Are you kidding me? All for saying something very simple, which is men can't become women and vice versa. And it's not fair for men to live their entire lives as men and then their senior year in college or whenever to start competing with women and beat them. And on almost every time that a man uh, enters the competitive arena after competing as a man, they're going to win against women. And the reason being is men are stronger and faster. Sorry, that's just it. I, you don't believe me? Look at the world track and field records. World track and field records. If you look at, like, for instance, shot put, right? Men and women shot put. World, I used to do shot put. Men and women's world record for shot put. I think they're both at around 76 feet. Here's the difference. Woman shot pit weighs 8 pounds. Men's weighs 16. End of story. End of story. And this whole movement, this anti-woman movement, this, this uh, men can become women and overtake women and become the most popular women and the women of the year and all this nonsense, it is an insult to women. It is an insult to every woman that lived. It is an insult to your mother. I would presume that all of you have mothers. And then the Democrat Party says Republicans hate, hate women. It's just so stupid. It's just ridiculous. Here's Riley Gaines yesterday taking down uh, a uh, Summer Lee. She's Summer Lee. She's a uh, ranking committee. No, rank member, I should say, uh, of this uh, committee that met yesterday. And listen to Riley Gaines uh, wreck her when she's trying to defend men beating girls in their sports by claiming they're suddenly women. Such as teamwork and goal setting. In terms of mental health, studies show that participating in youth sports is associated with lower rates of anxiety and depression. Yeah, it has nothing to do with boys becoming girls to compete against girls. Lower amounts of stress, higher self-esteem. I was a, I was a kind of athlete, actually. I wasn't very good, but I did every sport. Confidence. Women must stop. Inclusion cannot be prioritized over safety and fairness. And Ranking Member Lee, if my testi testimony makes me transphobic, then I believe your opening monologue makes you a misogynist. Thank you. And she's uh, defending the indefensible. She is. And, and honestly, it's intellectually indefensible. It's scientifically indefensible. So why the hell are they winning the argument in some cases? It is intellectually impossible to argue in favor of the, that men are women and women are men and can become one or the other interchangeably. It's Utterly, utterly ridiculous. If that's not the case, if you believe that that is the case, then why do you want a female dog? Why do you want to have a tomcat? Can't you just say that your beagle is a girl? I mean, honestly, if you believe it's that interchangeable, why the hell are you going to wait for a dog breeder to produce a female dog for you? You should just, if you're a leftist, just say, oh, I'll take any dog. I'll just, I'll just I have the dog identify as the opposite sex. It's stupid. It's always been stupid. Like all of this nonsense. That's why I say uh, we've got to return from nonsense back to common sense. Because it all is just nonsensical pap. You know, uh, institutional racism prevents children from being able to do anything if they're black. Really? Well, that's a slap in the face to everybody from Oprah Winfrey to Rosa Parks to Martin Luther King Jr. to Whitney Houston to, uh, you know, I can go on and Clarence Thomas. Oh, he's a, he's a, you know, whatever. I don't care. All of the great names in world history, all of the great, greatest people of color in world history, nearly exclusively Americans. You could cite all the examples you want, but honestly, where is the country of Chad's 
Oprah Winfrey? Where is uh, where is uh, Ukraine's Michael Jordan? Where is you know I can go on and on and on. It's always been utterly, utterly, utterly ridiculous. And I know that Americans, your patients are done with it. I know this. Your your patients have ended with this. And and I'm done too. You know, that's why I just end the argument with I'm not stupid. I'm not going to debate something that is indefensible intellectually or scientifically with an idiot. The reason why I don't believe men can become women is because I'm not stupid. There you go. Let's go to Amber in Monterey. Hello, Amber in Monterey. How are you today? Hello, I'm doing good, and I may be stupid with what I'm going to say. Oh, you're not stupid. <laughs> I What's up? Things, I know. Yes. Well, yeah. um, if all the women are concerned about the men competing, at least I don't know how many are they, why don't they just refuse to uh, go in these competitions and strike? Because it would destroy their careers, Amber. You know, they're, giving, they're given an untenable situation. Uh, have your entire life's work destroyed by losing to a man or just quitting after every day being in the pool for eight hours from age five through college uh, because some man wants to compete. That's why. Why, why should you give up your opportunity? Now I could see you know well, in the competition. Can they start a new corporations? Can they start their own competitions? They would infiltrate it. They'd find a way to infiltrate it. Amber, you know what? What's going to have to happen is uh, is what is happening. This awakening and people saying no. Uh, I would like to see. And there are, by the way, women who are refusing to compete. There was a pool tournament. I believe it was in Great Britain. The woman said, "I forfeit the match." I think it's a shame, but but maybe in the interim, when you step up to the starting block and there is a man standing next to you, all the women in the race need to stand and cross their leg, our arms, and and not uh, and not compete. And maybe that would facilitate the change. But Amber, there is change happening. There are organizations internationally that are saying no to uh, women. And did you see what happened when Miss Universe decided to put a man in the competition? They no, went bank. They went bankrupt. They're bankrupt, oh, Amber. They're bankrupt. Oh, oh so, You know, it, it's a, it's a, it is a it is a wretched and awful thing to do to young women to take away all of their opportunities. Exactly. But it's uh, it already happened. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, it, it, they're waiting too long to do everything. Just like in this country, everything you said today uh, is true. Everything that's going wrong is true. But why are the Republicans allowing this to get so far out of control? I don't think we can reverse everything. You you say you think it can get better, but uh, I don't oh yeah. think we can reverse what the left is doing. Well, then then I, maybe you should you know just give up, move to another country. I'm not saying you personally, Amber. I'm just saying that if if you believe that, then maybe why? What's keeping you here? Honestly, well, I, I believe I'm, I'm an eternal optimist. I'm frustrated that we don't know all the the tricks to do, and I'm surprised they don't even have secret people in the Democratic meeting. Well, I, I like think they're, that they're just taking them right away and being surprised at what's been ha- going on for years and years and years. No, Amber, I, I believe that we are on the precipice of this great awakening. Um, we discovered in the last three years the abuses of the federal government. Uh, they they have uh, been involved in in uh, in cheating in elections and uh, and uh, oh, uh, using y- using the DOJ. All of this is coming out. 
Uh, and and this this uh, castle of, of sand that uh, that Joe Biden lives in is going to collapse as well. So I know it, it takes a long time, but think of all that we know about the deep state that we didn't know three years ago. Three years ago, you're probably still saying, oh, the FBI is a great organization, and it's filled with you know uh, quality people who all they care about is law enforcement. Oh, well, now we know that all of these agencies are rotten at the top. They are completely been rotten. rotten. For a long time. More no, and years in my and now and now we know and now it's been unmasked and now we fight thanks for the call amber i appreciate it let's go to tom in lovely annapolis maryland hello tom welcome to the rob carson show hi hi well i love your last caller's uh call to you i was going to talk about the number of military age males from other countries born across our border but she brought up males no. playing on girls teams and uh, last night I went to a high school game, and I saw number 51 on Wacomico County's team. Obviously a very flat-chested male, a very muscular male, uh, who probably was about 5'9", 180 or 90 pounds, playing against girls who were probably tall, but probably weighed about 130 pounds, and it was a farce. And after the game, I spoke to a person from one of the high schools, and they said they let him play on the girls' team since he's been playing on girls' teams since he was a very young lad. What a clock. Our our country's going downhill fast. All right, Tom, thanks for the phone call. we got to stop it from running downhill. There you go. I mean, say no. You did what you had to do. Uh, You know, here's the thing. When I was, and I told you the story yesterday, when I was in eighth grade, I grew before puberty. I was huge. I, I was in, in eighth grade. I was about where I am right now, six one two forty five. In eighth grade, and and I, we had seven football games my eighth grade year. You want to guess how many quarterback sacks I got in seven games? What is your wildest dreams? What do you suppose a, an eighth grader who weighs uh, two hundred forty five pounds is six one? Next biggest kid on the team is one hundred thirty five pounds. You want to guess how many quarterback sacks I got? in seven games over 30 over 30 of them and and that's kind of what happens when men compete with women's sports i had developed a lot sooner than all the other kids they literally when i was in eighth grade they had to take me to the high school to wrestle the high schoolers because there was nobody big enough in my middle school to wrestle so i'd have to you know mr cohorn would take me to the high school to wrestle with the with the high school wrestlers and they beat the snot out of me they t- totally keel-hauled me, beat the snot out of me. But that's what I had to do. And that's what happens when a guy, big man, uh, uh, competes with women. I don't care if you got your testosterone down, whatever. Listen, I do too. I'm taking testosterone now. I can bitch press more than 95% of the women on the, on the planet. That's just the way it is. That's just, don't believe me? Go see me at the gym. You may think I'm an old guy. Oh, you'd be very wrong. I could stack every one of the machines, stack every one of the machines, lats, 280 pounds, 300 pounds, uh, uh, biceps. I, I start with 110 pounds on the bar, and I go down to 70, then I go back to 110. There's no woman in the world who could do that. Very few. Do you get it now? <laughs> I mean, do you, I'm not bragging here, but geez. I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not average because I've been lifting weights since I was 12. But it should be fairly obvious the absurdity of all this. And the thing that ultimately this does is it cheapens womanhood. 
You know, it started off with women's liberation. It's fine because it, women were in a very bad place for a very long time. Couldn't vote, couldn't work. Your husband died. You were screwed. You lived in poverty. My mom was that way. The early 70s, my dad left, seven years old. My mom had to dress hair. My mom had to, uh, you know... Uh, she ended up managing a hotel. She had to do anything. She had no man to help her because she didn't have that sort of ability. But now women do. And they made so much progress. And now we got men identifying as women, becoming the champion athlete, and killing a lifetime of work for female athletes. Or men who become women and become the heads of agencies like Rachel frickin' Levine, who was a middle-aged, buried father, who suddenly, you know, heading toward retirement, decides he's a girl and woman of the year. It is, it is so insulting as to, I'm just not considering it anymore. It's just so stupid. We have to end it. And it is ending. People are awakening to it. All right, let's take a break and come back. This, this my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. The war on Christmas rages on, and here's our John Rambo. It's the Rob Carson Show. You bet I am the John Rambo of Christmas. I would blend in perfectly to, uh, you know, a Christmas tree and then jump out without you even noting. All you'd see is the whites of my eyes in the Christmas tree. <laughs> uh, I'm getting into the Christmas spirit. I almost, I almost wanted to watch a Christmas movie last night. I was real close, real close. I found myself, I was in uh, Sam's Club the other day, and it was a Christmas song, and I, I found myself singing it out loud. And there was a woman in the aisle. She heard me singing it and started singing along. I was like, oh, oh, uh, the Christmas spirit is stirring, is, 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 I should say, is stirring, is stirring. So we all know that uh, uh, things got insane in 2020. We also, also know and we are concerned about what's going to happen to the country. Next year, what's going on there now? We've got millions of illegals streaming across the southern border, many of them military-aged males. You, you, you have a reason to be concerned. Don't let anybody say you don't. Because you know why? Because you're not stupid. So you're getting prepared for whatever happens. Maybe you got a generator. Maybe you got some extra, you know, bottled water. Maybe you've got a freezer full of uh, whatever food, or you've got some some uh, you know survival items. Maybe you have a password for your kids in case you need to bug out. That isn't being paranoid; it's just being real. I mean, you could lose power for a week for something else. What about your meds? What about your meds? What about emergency medicine? What about uh, if the CDC and DHS or an HHS decide that the your doctor has no say in how you're treated and uh, you can't get what you need, or your, uh, your pharmacy gets robbed out of existence, like is happening in New York City and San Francisco? Where are you going to go get your ivermectin, your hydroxychloroquine, your uh, your amoxicillin, your Z pack in case of an emergency? Well, the wellness company was created for that. You can call and get a wellness kit to have in case of emergencies. If you have jumper cables, you need to have a wellness kit. Duh! <laughs> so it, it's affordable. It, it, it comes with a consultation from a physician. It was created by Dr. Peter McCullough, who was the most censored physician ever. We find out he was right. And right now you can get this emergency medical kit just by going to twc.health slash Carson. 
twc.health slash Carson. It will provide you a great peace of mind in case of an emergency because what could be more important than meds? That emergency medicine, not bandages. You're going to need those, but that's not in here. These are the meds you're going to need that are hard to find. TWC.health slash Carson. 10% off at checkout. TWC.health. I'm going to put my kid away. There's my kid right there. TWCHealth.Carson. So um, uh, yesterday on Capitol Hill, Chris uh, Ray appeared. He is the uh, director of the FBI. He uh, should be, hopefully will be, uh, taken away in shackles eventually for abusing the First Amendment, for using the GOJ to go after the uh, Biden administration and the deep state's political enemies. Josh Hawley, uh, how do I put this gingerly, tore him a new one yesterday, talking about the FBI going after Catholics. Now, you recall the federal government, DHS, FBI, said that white supremacy was the biggest threat to Americans. Who are they saying are white supremacists? Trump supporters. Oh! And also, the left really hated that Roe v. Wade got overturned. So they decided to go after pro-lifers and Catholics. Listen to Josh Hawley. This is one of the most outrageous targetings you have mobilized your division, the most powerful law enforcement division in the world against traditionalist Catholics, whatever the heck that means, and you're just told us you, you have not fired a single person. Huh. I mean, here, it gets worse. Your Richmond field office, they thought there was nothing wrong with this. The House interviewed the head of the Richmond field office. He testified. It's all here in the public report. I refer you to it, pages 12, 13, 14. He testified he saw no problem with this. He said he thought it was fine. In fact, we have internal memoranda of the members of the field office high-fiving. One peer reviewer, another wow. member of the field office wrote, I think this is a great product. Wow. I really enjoyed the... It's a product. Do you have a problem with systemic bigotry against Catholics in the FBI? No. What are you going to do about this? Are you going to fire these people or not? Listen to this. Those individuals have all been admonished, and it is all going Honest. into their... If you would let me finish my answer, it is all going into their annual performance reviews. Oh, yes. It all goes into their performance review. The fact that they went after Catholics for freedom of speech and wanted to ensnare them and throw them in prison. Oh, yeah. They got a performance review, and it was very negative. It could really impact their... You know, their rays next year. Uh, I've got more on this on the other side of the break. Your call's welcome, 800 922 6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. My friend Mary Walter uh, just got uh, a. Uh, post i think she's still online but a post uh that she put on twitter uh has been suspended um and it's it's a uh a muslim scholar who's a woman apparently and she says uh, of uh, of rape allah allows muslim men to rape non-muslim women in order to humiliate them if we fought israel we can take their jewish women as sex slaves and rape them it is not uh it is allowed in the quran See, uh, if you've been on the planet for a while and you were an adult when 9-11 happened, uh, we've already been here, by the way. That's all you should know. We've already been through this. We know that radical Islamists can lie about anything. They said the Quran allows them to lie about anything. So people like Rashida Tlaib say, no, I'm not an anti-Semite. You know, really? Sure. Okay, whatever. We've been there before. We've been there, done that. 
Uh, and so that's where we have the uh, the advantage as far as uh, knowledge. Um, Josh Holly went off on Christopher Ray yesterday. Another time, Christopher Ray is on uh, on the Capitol Hill talking about. Uh, oh, listen to this. Chris Ray says. There are blinking lights everywhere and warns that terrorists will exploit the southern border. This is called the CYA, by the way. This man is such a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Douche supreme, I think is the word I'm looking for. I'm sorry if you're offended, but not really. FBI Director Chris Ray has warned the United States facing the highest level risk of a terrorist attack in years uh, in the aftermath of the October 7th Hamas atrocity. Oh, no, no, no. It happened before that, Chrissy. No, it happened with opening the southern border. That's when it happened. You know what else it happened? When your agency... And the uh, DHS and the uh, the FBI, the DOJ, decided to go after Trump supporters and say that white supremacy was the biggest threat to the homeland. When it's not, it's very obvious what the threat to the homeland is. It's been uncovered since October the seventh. For God's sake, Th- that he would he would suddenly issue a warning when he has tacitly allowed this threat to rise is, is is breathtaking. It really is, and that's why I hope he'll eventually be in jail. Unbelievable. So he helped to start this and has facilitated this and uh, taken resources off of real cases to go after Trump supporters in January the 6th protesters. And now he says we're suddenly under uh, the highest risk of a terrorist attack in years. Do you wonder why people are buying guns? Yeah, because they know that idiots like this are are morons. Uh, Here he is talking about um, literally... The FBI Richmond office and other offices were ordered to go after and surveil traditional Catholics. This happened after Roe v. Wade. This is the left's temper tantrum following the, uh, the, the recension of Roe v. Wade, which has caused 32,000 live births of babies in America. I think the product, the Richmond intelligence product, which cites that It's an intelligence product. Investigation is actually pretty transparent about exactly what I just said. No, I don't think so at all. In fact, a whistle, the only reason we know this is a whistleblower has come forward and told the House under oath that the FBI went and interviewed priests and choir directors in the this is important. Richmond area. The, the House goes on. How about, uh, I don't know, interviewing some of those people, those Chinese uh, military-aged men coming across the border? To say that the FBI has repeatedly refused to disclose this information. The only reason we know it is because a whistleblower came forward with it. Just like the only reason we know about this memo is because a whistleblower came forward with it. How many other parishes around the country have priests or choir directors been approached? By the way, are, are Catholic choirs now, are, are they are they breeding grounds for domestic <laughs> And he says that, oh, yeah, the terrorist threat is up. Well, you jackweed, you sent people after traditional Catholics for political, to, to weaponize politics against your political opposition. And while you did that, you let terror rise, the threat of terror rise. And when it happens, and when there is an attack, and maybe it's going to be, a, an attack on a church or synagogue, maybe it's going to be bigger than that. It's on you, sucker. This is Mike Lee talking to Chris Ray. Chris Ray assuring everyone that the FBI has made reforms since it was discovered that they censored free speech and went after uh, Donald Trump supporters and the enemies of the deep state. All the instances you just listed off all involve conduct that occurred before the reforms that before we put in place. Before the reforms you put in place, reforms, the text of which we don't even have access to. 
Reforms that you've put in place. I've been on this committee yeah. for 13 years. Yeah. During the entirety of those... The Church Commission was supposed to reform the FBI in the 1970s. All they did was resume the same crap on steroids. 13 years, I've expressed concerns. Two FBI directors appointed by presidents of both political parties and three different presidential administrations. Every darn one of them has told me the same thing. Don't worry about it. We've got this taken care of. We've got new procedures. It's going to be different now. It's never different. Yeah, and that's why America wants the deep state blown up. That's why America wants, quote-unquote, retribution to end this nonsense. And things are going to get ugly if there's a terrorist attack. (sighs) Unbelievable. Uh, Here's a little bit more. This is, um, oh, John Kennedy. Talking to Christopher Ray about covering up the Hunter Biden laptop, which the FBI had in 2018. And there's no doubt that the FBI covered up the laptop. But listen to Director Ray. He's going to say the reason they did is because it was an active, it is an active investigation. That's bullcrap. The FBI had the Hunter Biden laptop, on, got it on December 9, 2019. The, the New York Post story. Which, which a lot of the social media companies, at the, at the suggestion of government, took down. The story came out on 10-14-2020. Why didn't the FBI just say, hey, the, 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 the laptop's real? The answer is they didn't want the cat out of the bag and it would interfere in the election. It would cause Joe Biden's uh, polling to go down and the loss of the election. Why didn't you just tell everybody the laptop's real? We're not vouching for what's on it, but it's real. This isn't a, 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 a fiction. Well, I, I, as you might imagine, the FBI cannot, especially in a time like that, be talking about an ongoing investigation. But when they raid Donald Trump's mansion, they could put all the pictures up online immediately. They can leak to the press left and right. This guy, I swear to God, he's got to go to jail. Just got to go to jail. Just got to go to jail. Um, here is uh, Ted Cruz. One more soundbite on this. Ted Cruz going off on Christopher Ray yesterday about Hunter and Joe and their abject corruption in the FBI covering for him. Because the Department of Justice has, I think, from the outset, tried at every step to stop investigation into corruption from Joe Biden. Yes. As you're aware, a WhatsApp text message was sent to Henry Zhao, a senior Chinese communist, from Hunter Biden that reads as follows. Okay, we got this. Okay. I'm sitting here, here sitting here waiting for the call Forward. that is, was to determine whether Joe Biden was in fact sitting next to his father when this threat was made to extort millions of dollars from a Chinese communist. And what the IRS whistleblower... Now, what he said there was that uh, there was a uh, uh, WhatsApp message sent where Hunter Biden threatened this Chinese executive, said, my dad sitting here, you've heard the story. The FBI could have simply looked at the, uh, the, the cell phone data of Hunter Biden and Joe Biden to see if they're in the same room that day. Like they did with the January the 6th protesters. Everybody on Capitol Hill, they tracked their cell phone data. They're still going after them for nothing. Honestly, the FBI needs to be completely disbanded, uh, either either reinvented as another agency or gotten together. All together. All right, let's move on. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this. <clears throat> I'm going to move. There, Jeff, Jeff. Let's go to uh, Rocky in Essex. Rocky in Essex. Hello and welcome to the show. What's on your mind today? Hello. Or oh, Ricky, Carson, Ricky, Ricky. Sorry, yeah, Ricky. Ricky. Go ahead. Okay. How are you, Mr. Carson? I'm glorious, brother. What's up? 
Uh, well, first of all, I want to tell you, I've been listening since you got after the Rush Limbaugh. And oh, it's that, great. Thank uh, you. Thank uh, you. I never got to tell my quick, quick, just a uh, 10-second thing. Uh, Rush Limbaugh changed my life. He did. Really? I was an idiot, young, liberal, Democrat, psycho. Uh, after 9-11, one of my family members told me, listen to him. This guy's stupid. He's so sick. He want to kill all the Muslims. <laughs> so I started listening to him. Yes. And he changed my life. I never got to yeah. tell him that. I tried so many times to call. But I never got to uh, give him that story. He changed my life. I am yeah. so conservative person now. It's not even funny. I'm more conservative than even more Rush Limbaugh than you. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not joking. I, oh, I don't know. No, I don't doubt it at all. I, I think I conservatism hate, is a great thing. I hate left liberals, Democrats. I can't stand them. I fight with them all the time. Every day when I find one, I have argument with them. They want to kill me, and I don't care. Yeah. Uh, now, you you also said that my call screener uh, uh, yeah, yeah, says yeah, that... I'm about to get to it. I'm about to oh, get please, to please, it. please, please. Go ahead. My point, yeah, the reason I called for point, I just gave you that little story. Uh, I am Muslim. I was born in Pakistan. I came here when I was 13 years old in 1988 in uh, uh, Ron Reagan time. I, after I changed my lifestyle... After I listened to Wrestling Bar, he explained so much, so good stuff that how stupid the liberals are, how dumb the leftists is. I changed my life, and I start to argue with my people in in the religious places or in their home, my family. Yes, they hated me. They start hating me every day. They all throw me out. They all throw me out from every place because they lie. I tell them, "You lie." You're lying, you're lying, you're lying, because nothing in the Quran says what you're saying. No race is adopted. No race is accepted. Zero. No killing is accepted. Zero. You guys are liars. You're lying. I got thrown out of everywhere. Last 15 years, I have been nowhere near my family, nowhere near any of my uh, religion places. I give up on my religion. I don't even practice anymore. I'm married to an Indian woman. She's Hindu. And she practices her religion. I go to her mandir with her. And people accept me there. And they listen to me. Yes. That well, Ricky, this is what happens with this is what happens with the left. They, you either accept their views or you're ostracized with Islam, radical Islam. You accept their views. The you die. It is the same modus operandi. I had to move three different places to get away from people looking for me. Really? Because they, they, they don't want me around because I'm spreading this word, what I'm saying to you. This is, uh, Ricky, people, this is interesting. Go ahead. These people are out of their mind. They are psychos. Okay? I know them from their core. They're psychos. They're not normal. Their brain's been washed. Mine was too, but I changed after I started listening to Rush Limbaugh. He changed my mind. He changed my life. I love it. He showed me what is the free living is. He, 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 he showed me how to live free and die free. And, and, you know, this is what I have been now. Now this is I am. And I, 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 I was registered. I, I can prove to you I was registered Democrat. Then I changed it to Republican, but then I changed it to unaffiliate. Because I don't want to be part of the Republicans, because a lot of Republicans are stupid. Yeah, yes. A lot of congressmen <laughs> and senator Republicans are stupid. They're not doing the things they promised us. 
Well, Ricky, we've we've got to wrap up the phone call. I want to thank you for sharing your story. And don't you find don't you find that being a conservative or, you know, uh, like I'm libertarian leaning conservative, more conservative than libertarian, but don't you find that it is a much jo- more joyous existence, and you can live yes, in the truth? Is. You know, it is. It's a joy. The, the left are liberal. They they are liberal and they are unhappy and they're awful people. It's not so just that they want to control every aspect of your life. Amen, bro. Well, Ricky, I appreciate it. And I'll tell you also, Rush Limbaugh changed my life, too, my friend. Uh, in 1989, I graduated. Oh, thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. 1989, I graduated from college. Thank you, Ricky. Uh, and I, and I, I don't know, I, I guess I would consider myself, I, I voted for Dukakis my senior year in college. I know. Jeez, Louise, what the hell? Because I was a, an ignoramus. I was a smart kid. just an ignoramus. Not enough life experience to understand what was going on in the world. That's why they always choose college students, kids in their teens to... You know, to do this bullcrap, this anti-Israel, anti-Semitism bullcrap, this BDS movement on campus. Only young people who have not been on the planet very long would fall for something like that. Nothing against all young people. It's just you don't have the life experience. You don't know what happened after 9-11. You don't know the history of all these things. You are fed bumper stickers. That's why the, the Democrats want you. Because you, your political ideology on a subject ends at a bumper sticker coexist with religious symbols means that all the religions can live together except for those radical Islamists who want to kill all the Jews and the Christians. See what I mean? See what I mean? But Rush changed my life too. I started listening to him. I started writing for him because I heard about this guy in New York and I was writing comedy for another comedy network, got in touch with him and I started listening to Rush and I became uh, an EIB student as well. And I had these beliefs. He just was the first person who really shared them Nationally, he changed the world. He changed the world. It's conservative speech. Changed the world. Changed radio. Changed thought. Changed everything. Exposed everything. And now we're even right now in a position to have that exposure of the left as big as it was in 1987, 89 when Rush started can happen right here, right now. Not necessarily this show, but this movement, this exposure of truth is epic, and we are witnessing another American revolution. Let's take a break and come back. I've got some hilarity on the way from Gavin Newsom and a new Barbie doll that meant to not offend that ended up being very offensive on the other side of this break. Stick around. decided we're, uh, we're going to do a little Norfolk pine that I got from Sam's Club as the Christmas tree this year. We had this Norfolk pine that we had. It, it was like 18 inches tall. We got it 15 years later. It was 8 feet tall, and it died. So we got a new Norfolk pine. I said, let's, let's do a Norfolk pine, just a little Christmas tree. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting a lot of pushback on Christmas this year because, you know, there's sadness in our house. But I refuse to be sad. Uh, thank you very much. Let's talk about Gavin Newsom. So, Gavin Newsom canceled a Christmas tree lighting ceremony at the state capitol due to pro-Palestinian protests. Screw you and your protests. This is when they win. Okay, that's like the menorah lighting that they canceled in Virginia. Bullcrap. Do it. D- tell you know you make the make the Christmas tree a giant middle finger to those idiots. Unbelievable. Last month, cadre of pro-Palestinian protesters overwhelmed security at the California Democrat Convention. Pro-Palestinian protesters had planned to descend on the tree lighting. And Gavin Newsom is a coward. So he capitulated. They're going to do it uh, virtually. 
Here's another really stupid thing. You ready for this? California retailers that refuse to have gender-neutral toys for children will be fined up to $500 under new ultra-woke Gavin Newsom law after an uproar over LGBTQ toys sold during Pride Week. So this legislation basically says every retail store has to have a section for gender-neutral toys. Let me explain something to you, you idiot. The reason why every toy manufacturer creates dolls for girls and guns for boys or building blocks for buildings and uh, warfare for boys and girls stuff like for hair salons and cafes is because they market tested it and found out that little boys like that and little girls like that. It's not because they're trying to control a narrative. It's just how we are. It's just how we are. I played with Barbie dolls when, when I was a kid. I, I strapped them to my kite, and, uh, and, uh, and they flew up in the air, and then I'd pull a string, and she'd fall, and I had a parachute on it. But I played with Barbie dolls. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid. And speaking of Barbie, Barbie decides they're going to do a Cherokee uh, Indian Barbie, and they, they, the Cherokee Nation leader, Wilma, Wilma Mankiller. The woman's name was Wilma Mankiller. And so an iconic chief of the Cherokee Nation, Wilma Mankiller, inspired countless Native American children to be powerful but humble. Uh, and this is great and all this, but isn't it kind of an insult to make, uh, uh, you know, Wilma Mankiller, a Cherokee Nation elder, into a, I mean, the most whitest Barbie, you know, thing you could ever imagine, a Barbie doll? A Barbie doll has to be a tool of advocacy since when? Well, you know, make a Native American Barbie, Barbie doll. Why do you need a Wilma Mankiller doll? <laughs> Apparently, they screwed it up, by the way. Uh, they, they did a bunch of things that were not uh, acceptable. Uh, uh, like, like, for instance, her uh, moccasins were not, uh, they did not uh, work. And then also, they put her name on the package uh, and a symbol, and it translated into chicken rather than Cherokee. So they, they screwed it up trying to be PC. Let's take a break, come back, and wrap things up. This is The Rob Carson Show. Yeah, Wilma Mankiller Cherokee Barbie makes as much sense as a sitting bull Ken. What an insult. That's going to do it for the show, guys. God bless you. God bless Israel and the United States. And until tomorrow, which is Thursday, don't catch the stupids.